أشهد أن لا أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له ونشد والله إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد وفقان حميد بعد عوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الناس تقول ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة 
وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير هدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضرات في النار أما بعد I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that just as he has gathered us here today on this day of Jum'ah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us with our families in Jannah al-Firdaus al-A'la, in the companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his sahaba. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our last amal, our best amal, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us and grant us the ability to witness the month of Ramadan. Ameen, ya Rabbil Alameen. Brothers and sisters, it is very obvious that as we get closer to the month of Ramadan, we begin to hear khutbahs reminding us about the month of Ramadan, the value of the month of Ramadan. And subhanAllah, I want to begin by saying that Ibn Qayyim rahmatullahi alayhi, he has a very beautiful saying. He says, he begins his quote by saying, by Allah, he swears upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he says that if the dead were, to, were asked that they will be granted one wish, they would wish that they could come and spend one day and witness one day of the month of Ramadan. Not an entire month of Ramadan, one day of the month of Ramadan. This in itself, this quote of Ibn Qayyim should give us the realization that the month of Ramadan is a very valuable month. It is a month where we can make our akhirah, and if we don't spend it correctly, we can either break our akhirah. This is the month of spirituality. This is where we began to talk about Ramadan to help us gain the value of Ramadan. And just to give us another demonstration of how beautiful and how valuable Ramadan is, I want to share with you the hadith of Rasulullah wasallam, where a man came to the Prophet because he saw a dream. And in this dream, what he saw was that there were two people. He initially saw these two people becoming Muslim at the same time. One of them passed away while fighting for the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the other one passed away one year later. He died of a natural death. This person saw a dream that the person who died one year later was admitted into Jannah prior to the Mujahid. Prior to the person who lost his life in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this was of course very shocking to him. Because obviously when we hear about a person who loses their life, as we know that before their blood touches the ground, they are granted Jannah. So this man was clearly in the state of shock. He approaches Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he asked the Prophet about this curiosity of his. And what did the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tell him? He says that, don't you realize that the person who passed away one year later, he has one more year of prayers more than the person who passed away in jihad. And the person, this not only this person does he have prayers, but he has an additional month of Ramadan. 
Look at this very important quote of the Prophet ﷺ. He says he has an additional month of Ramadan above the other person. So why? Do he, of course, that's why he went into Jannah. This in itself teaches us that every single moment of Ramadan is very, very precious. But the, in order, the only way we'll be able to spend Ramadan the correct way is if we go into Ramadan while we are prepared. If we are under this theory or this mindset that let Ramadan come and then I will prepare and then I will spend Ramadan the correct way, that is not possible. This is why we go back and we study what our ulama have said. And I go back again to Ibn Qayyim rahmatullahi alayhi and a very well-known saying of his, and I'm sure we, you've heard this before, that as Ramadan is coming, the two months prior to Ramadan is Rajab and Sha'ban. Rajab is the month where we plant the seed. The month of Sha'ban is when we water that seed. And hence, when that seed sprouts and it grows, then we, we are able to bear the fruits of that tree in the month of Ramadan. I want to, at this time, t take a little time and focus on this quote of Ibn Qayyim because when these ulama, they would speak, they had a lot of wisdom in their sayings and in their quotes. And this quote of Ibn Qayyim is indeed very deep. It is quite deep if you go into it and try to understand it. Let's think about it for a moment. When he says Rajab is the month where you plant the seed. When you want to grow a plant, you have, there is a foundation of that plant. There's a foundation to that tree. And that begins with a single seed. When you put the seed into the ground, that is the very first step. That's you developing the foundation for that tree. When you observe the month of Rajab in itself, the month of Rajab is the month to lay down the foundation for the coming month of Ramadan. Even that is why some ulama, they, are, they, you know, they say this in a very profound way, that the month of Rajab, of course, there's a lot of speculation from a Sira perspective that when did Isra wal Mi'raj take place. But let's just say we go with the theory at this point that Isra wal Mi'raj took place in Rajab. This was the month where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave five times daily prayers to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The five times daily prayers are the foundation to all the other prayers. A person who does not have the five times daily prayers, they're going to be weak in all their other prayers. They're going to be weak in their sunnah, they're going to be weak in their nawafil, they'll be weak in their witr and so forth, because they are weak at their foundation. Once again, the month of Rajab is the month where we lay down the foundation. Likewise, the month of Rajab is one of the Ashurul Hurum, is one of the sacred months. And when we talk about the sacred months, we learn that the people long time ago, they would put down their, their arsenal, they would put down their weapons, and they would not fight with each other. All fighting and wars would cease in the month of Rajab. So think about this for a moment. If we consider the month of Rajab as the month of foundation, then this is truly a foundational month that where we begin to hold back our grudges. The month of Ramadan is coming. And how often do we see that right in the month of Sha'ban, Shaytan is working so hard to sever the hearts from each other before Ramadan starts. That is why if you think about it from a, from a very interesting perspective, the month of Rajab is the month of foundation where in that month too, we begin to hold back our grudges. We begin to you know, be nice with each other. We remove our hatred for one another.
Then comes the month of Sha'ban. And Ibn Qayyim says, the month of Sha'ban is when you water that seed. Think about it for a moment. You don't consistently plant a seed. You plant a seed only one time, but then you have to water it consistently. You cannot just plant a seed and let it go. And you cannot just water it one time and let it go and expect it to grow. But you have to constantly monitor that plant and constantly monitor that seed. And not only that, but you have to constantly water that plant. So hence the month of Sha'ban is the month to grow stability. And this is why very beautifully we find in the seerah of Rasulullah wasallam, based on many ahadith, that as month, the month of Sha'ban would roll around, in the month of Sha'ban in itself, Rasulullah wasallam, he would fast abundantly. The Prophet would fast consecutive days in the month of Sha'ban. And there are many ahadith, there are some ahadith that would say that he would fast for one or for half of the month and then the second half of the month he would he would begin to prepare for the month of Ramadan and he would reserve his physical capacity for the month of Ramadan. And not only that, but there are some who say he even fasted some, some say that he fasted the entire month. Some Sahaba say that the Prophet would fast so persistently that we thought that he would never end his fasting. And there were times when he would not fast and we thought that he would never ever fast and so forth. The point is, the month of Sha'ban is the month of gaining persistence. It is the month to gain consistency. So if a person begins from the month of uh, Rajab, and they begin to read Quran, they begin to establish their prayers, they begin to become punctual about their prayers, they begin to fast on the three white days, Monday and Thursday and so forth, then when the month of Sha'ban comes, they gain stability. So that when you gain stability, when the month of Ramadan comes, you are fully prepared for the month of Ramadan. It takes time to build a foundation. It takes time to gain stability. And often what we find is we're trying to build a foundation. We're trying to gain stability and benefit all in the month of Ramadan. And that is why for the most part, because we are not prepared for Ramadan, that is why we're not able to spend a meaningful Ramadan. Ramadan is one beautiful month, one special month that it has so much power that it can change a, person, a, a person's life. It can change their akhlaq. It can change their perspective of life. It can change their relationship and their ta'alluq with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But think about it. How many Ramadans have you and I have observed? But our akhlaq continues to be the same. Our akhlaq, our deficiencies in akhlaq, our deficiencies in ibadah, they continue to be the same. That is the reason why is because we're not fully prepared for the month of Ramadan. How often we find in the hadith of Rasulullah wasallam, he says in Surah Nasa'i is found, the Prophet he says, ذَلِكَ shahrun, the month of Sha'ban is the month where most people, يَغْفُلُ nasu anhu. Most people are unaware. In, they are in the state of ghafla regarding this month. And this month exists and it lies between the month of Rajab and the month of Ramadan. This is the quote of Rasulullah wasallam, And he goes on to say alayhi salam, huwa shahrun turfa'u fihi al-a'mal ila rabbil alameen fa'uhibbu an yurfa'a amali wa ana sa'im. Why would the Prophet fast so much in the month of Sha'ban? Because he said this is the month where the a'mal are presented before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I want my a'mal to be presented in the state that I am fasting. 
However, when we see our situation right now, where we are more obsessed about is making sure that our pantries are filled up, making sure that we've cooked all the different foods before the month of Ramadan comes. This is our preparation today. That was their preparation, and this is, their, this is our preparation. Clearly, we see the, the difference in, hence in our Ramadan. And therefore, I come to the next subject, which is the month of Sha'ban and the virtues of the month of Sha'ban. And especially when we talk about the month of Sha'ban, often people ask is, what do we believe in when it comes to the 15th night of Sha'ban? And I want to just clarify some things about this, and I want to approach it in a very balanced manner. There are some people who completely negate the idea altogether. There's another extreme that go beyond, and they may even do some bid'ah. I'm here to just provide a very balanced approach to this night because this night is coming and therefore we find that there are many ahadith in regards to this however majority of those ahadith hear me out majority of those ahadith are weak no doubt but according to our ulama and according to the usul hadith there is a concept that when you have many weak ahadith that talk about a similar concept and when they are brought together the concept becomes an acceptable one hence we find many scholars of the past such as imam al-tirmidhi rahmatullahi alayhi imam ahmed hanbal imam ibn majah imam al-tabari imam shafi'i umar, umar ibn abdul aziz many of them have talked about that this 15th night the, the night of the 15th of Sha'ban is an auspicious night. Imam Taqiyuddin al-Subuki, a great scholar, a Shafi'i scholar, he says he in fact refers to this night with many names such as Laylatul Takfir al-Dhunub, Laylatul Mubaraka, Laylatul Bara'a, and many others. We also find a, a, a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Inna allaha la yattali'u fi laylatan nisfi min Sha'ban this is mentioned, even though some scholars have classified this hadith as weak, Ibn Hibban has classified this hadith as a sahih hadith, and which means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he looks at his creation in the middle of the night, in the middle of Sha'ban, the night that lies in the month of Sha'ban, in the middle of Sha'ban, and he forgives all of his creations except for those who commit shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and those who harbor enmity and hatred in their heart. So what our ulama have said, in fact, even uh, Umar ibn Umar radiallahu anhu, he says that there are five nights when du'as are not rejected. There are five nights when du'as are not rejected. This is the quote of Ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma. He says that is the night of Jumu'ah, the night, the first night of Rajab, the, 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 the 15th night of Sha'ban, and the night before Eid al-Adha and Eid al-Fitr. Once again, this is the quote of uh, Ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. We find Umar ibn Abdul Aziz during his Khilafah time when he would send letters out to all the different governors. He would tell them about this particular night. So I want to clarify exactly that what we find from majority of our ulama and so forth is after they have looked at the hadith and after they have studied our deen and our sharia, they are saying that yes, this is a night where you can exert yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But I want to make it very clear. There is no special prayer on this night. If you want to pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's a standard prayer. It's a standard prayer. There is no special fasting that belongs to the 15th day of Sha'ban. A person who's under this assumption that I will not fast and I will just exclusively fast on this day of Sha'ban, 
on the 15th day of Sha'ban, because there is a special reward associated with this, this is a wrong concept to begin with. And likewise, there is no special act of worship on this night. There is no special prayer on this night. There is no special dua. What our ulama have taught us is that you engage in ibadah. What our ulama have taught us is that you engage in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. And if a person says, I want to fast, because I want to fast on the 15th of Sha'ban. You can fast under this assumption that the Prophet ﷺ, he would fast in Sha'ban. Not because there's a special reward on this day, but because we find that Rasulullah ﷺ would fast in the month of Sha'ban. We find from the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ that he would fast the three white days, the 13th, the 14th, the 15th. You can fast on that day thinking that I'm fasting because the Prophet ﷺ would fast, but there is no exclusive reward for fasting on that day. So this is a balanced approach to approach the 15th night of Sha'ban. Once again, I conclude by saying that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to benefit from this month of Sha'ban. Once again, the month of Sha'ban is not the month that where we waste. This is the month where we do not engage in heedlessness and we are completely oblivious about the surrounding. This is the month that comes before the month of Rajab and it, it comes between Rajab and Ramadan and this is a month that the Prophet ﷺ, he will hold very dearly and he would prepare, he would use this month to prepare himself for Ramadan. So let us do the same thing. Let's begin reading Quran. SubhanAllah, now that I've, when I come to the masjid, I'm starting to see people sitting in the first row, reading Quran, coming here 15-20 minutes before. This is how you begin the spirit of Ramadan in the community. We come at night and we pray Salat and we, come, we go home at that time at home, whether in the middle of the night or before we go to sleep, some Qiyam or some Tahajjud. This is us preparing ourselves for the month of Ramadan. If you want to fast, start fasting on Mondays and Thursdays just to get into the habit and the routine of fasting and preparation. The, only then, inshallah, our Ramadan will be a beneficial one. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us witness the month of Ramadan. Ameen Rabbil Alameen. Barakallahu lana wa lakum fil Qur'an azim wa nafa'ana wa iyaakum la tiwadhikil hakeem. Astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa lisa'il muslimina fastaghfiru innahu huwa al-ghafur rahim. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في قران المجيد وفقان حميد بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلم تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين في كل مكان اللهم انصرنا على من خالفنا واحفظ بلادنا واصلح اولادنا واشف مرضانا وعاف مبتلانا وارحم موتانا وخذ بيدينا الى كل خير وعاصمنا من كل شر واحفظنا من كل ضير اللهم قسمنا من خشيتك ما تحول به به بين به بيننا وبين معصيتك ومن طاعتك ما تبلغنا به جنتك 
ومن يقين ما تحول بعينا مصائب الدنيا ومتعنا بأسماعنا وأبصارنا وقواتنا ما حيتنا وجعل الوارث منا وجعل ثأرنا على من ظلمنا وانصرنا على من عادانا ولا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر حمنا ولا مبلغ علمنا ولا إلى النار مصيرنا ولا تسلط علينا من لا يرحمنا اللهم إنا نسألك علما نافعا وعملا متقبلا ورزقا واسعا وشفاء من كل داء اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من علم لا ينفع ومن قلب لا يخشع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن دعاء لا يستجاب اللهم بلغنا رمضان اللهم بلغنا رمضان اللهم بلغنا رمضان آمين رب العالمين إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي وتكفرون أقيم الصلاة Straight lines, fill in the gaps. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. Hayy ala salati, hayy ala al-falah. قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين 
قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حميدا الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله